Look a talk. Brand new episode starts right now. Welcome one. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Look at Talk podcast. And guess what? I want to tell you all first of all, this your man, Pop Boss Victor. And I'm here to tell you all happy Thanksgiving. We have reached Thanksgiving. I cannot believe we are at Thanksgiving already. And I know what that means. We got a lot of food. Uh, enjoy your family. Enjoy everything. And enjoy this episode of Look at Talk, the last episode of Look last episode before Thanksgiving. So go ahead and join us enjoyed this episode today excuse me y'all excuse me but joining me today she's podcasting out of dallas texas she's the host of chats and vibes with miss t uncut and unscripted she keeps it real on every podcast she brings it real on every podcast that she's on it's miss t holding it down out of texas welcome to look and talk miss t how you doing today hey now i'm good how are you doing I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I appreciate you for coming on on such short and notice. And thank you for inviting me. I don't think I've been on one of your uh, shows before, but I know you've definitely been on mine. Yes, I definitely appreciate you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for having me on. You know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate that. And I'm sorry for the wait. I'm sorry it took so long to have you on, but sorry for the wait. Uh-huh. I won't take it personal. You good. No, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, let, let's hop into it. Tell people about your podcast. Well, I am Miss T. I do host the podcast Chats and Vibes, Uncut and Unscripted. And it is just that, Uncut and Unscripted. I pretty much cover all topics dealing with family relationships, sex, the coworker you don't like, the family member that you ain't too fond of. There's pretty much no topic that I won't uh, touch, you know, no topic off limits. So go ahead and uh, check me out. Look me up on all the podcast platforms as well as Google, Spotify. That's Chats and Vibes with Miss T, Uncut and Unscripted. Oh, that's real. That's real. Go ahead and check it out, y'all. So what got you into podcasting? You know what? I needed an outlet, a creative outlet. And during, you know, COVID last year, I was in my room and it just came to me, you know, pretty much like an epiphany out of nowhere. Start a podcast. And I'm thinking, what the hell? But I didn't question it. I just kind of rolled with it and just started putting that ball in motion. And here we are. That's real. That's that's how that's how it happens for a lot of people. It's just they hear the epiphany or they hear a voice in their head saying, yeah. start a podcast or look into podcasting. And then you get record one episode and then you're off and rolling. So oh my. I totally and it is I absolutely love it. I I mean, I've heard of, you know, podcasting and. But I would have never thought that I would be this passionate this comfortable doing it i absolutely love it yes yes you you gotta you find yourself you're loving it when you you know you love it when you're dead tired but you still push out an episode or you still mm-hmm. do multiple episodes record multiple episodes in one day so you know you love it when you find yourself hopping on um different podcasts and different time zones so yeah i feel mm-hmm. you when you have to love it yeah, I, I definitely do. So right now I'm just going uh, with the flow of things and I'm coming up, I guess this was my first year actually launching my podcast. So, yeah. 
So what'd you learn about yourself through your first year of podcasting? That I talk a lot of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I knew I can talk shit, but I really talk a lot of shit. (laughs) And I absolutely love it. I stand firm and I back up every damn word I say. Point period. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why I was just about to ask you. You know, they say it ain't talking shit if you can back it up. That's what they say. And I'm every bit of 411, so try me. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, uh, she real about it, you know. So I respect it, you know what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Looker Talk. So go ahead and pull that Looker up if you haven't done so already. So what would you say is your favorite episode of your podcast that you've done so far? Oh, my favorite? Oh, my gosh. I, w- I wouldn't necessarily say my favorite, but I would say my first one because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, that was my very first episode. I didn't, you know, wasn't that familiar with, you know, the record buttons. I didn't realize that when you do hit record, every move you make, it's record. <laughs> and so that was like my learning curve for that particular episode because that was my very first baby, my very first episode um after that one I think it's going to be the one I did on uh polygamy and you know is that the new new you know people seem to be uh not so uh monogamous these days so I think that's uh a certain area relationship wise that people are starting to tap into more so that was one of my favorite episodes. Kind of free with your sexuality, let it all hang out. So that was one of my favorite ones. That's that's a real thought. You got to be free with it because what you locking yourself up for. So you definitely have to be free with it. Now, I see the episode you dropped today. It looks like it's called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. But a number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and in some sentiments, I agree with it. But as mm-hmm. a man, I'm going to be honest, I'm not checking for uh, at a certain age, you know what I'm saying? I'm not checking for somebody that's still a teenager, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like when you hit a certain age, you just, you look at a certain age like, what can you really do for me besides in the bedroom? What can you really do for me outside of the bedroom? But when you think of both men and women, because it doesn't, you know, it's solely not uh, directed to just one gender. You do have women that are predators as well, just as men are um yeah so i think number one it's more of a control thing i mean when you look at it you know down to it the gristle the number one thing is control because one your resources are limited your experience level is pretty much non-existent um So pretty much anything someone says or goes, you're pretty much there to go with the flow. You haven't lived life long enough to challenge what, you know, someone older may say, because I remember being younger and you probably can recall that when you hear older people talking, they sound so confident and be lying their ass off, but it's just so convincing the way it sounds. You don't know otherwise. So you pretty much just taking it for what it's worth. So I, I think it's easy to manipulate someone that's young and inexperienced. It's a control that's, thing. 
It is. Now, going back to mm-hmm. what do you think of women? Because I've been seeing stories about women in their 30s getting pregnant by a man that's like 19 and 20 with a lot of money. I'm like, are you serious? But see, society doesn't really punish them the way they would punish a man who was in that same scenario where he's he young. He older, but he gets a younger woman pregnant. So it's like, I really don't hear society going after women for being predators. No, I don't think it's as, um, I don't think people think it's as common as men. I don't think as many women do it as men do, but they do. But as far as being the repercussions of it, mm, you might be a little right. They, They probably don't get hit as hard. When it comes to women dating younger men or getting pregnant by younger men versus when you see a younger young lady getting pregnant by an older guy. It's the same thing, just different genders. It is, but like I said, for mm-hmm. a man, it's like um, me. It's, it's no gotta... different. If you think about it, it's no different than if someone of the lighter persuasion goes and robs 7-Eleven versus someone that look like you or me go rob 7-Eleven, it's going to be different. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's definitely true. So get in way fit in people, but, you know, just keep it, keep it, you know, keep it simple. <laughs> but ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. Make it make sense. <laughs> yes, make it make sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. So... If you had to go back and um, do something again, over again, when it comes to podcasting, what would you do? I um, answered that question before because someone else asked that also, and I hadn't thought about it. I'm like, what would I do differently? I definitely would have pre-recorded many more episodes prior to my launch. Mm. And I would suggest that for anyone. If you're thinking about, you know, doing a podcast, record, record, record. Just like you say, doing a couple episodes a day, several episodes a week. Trust me, you'll thank yourself in the long run because even though this is fun and it's an outlet for a lot of us to, you know, show our creative side and our personalities uh, through many people across the world, we are adulting. Life happens, shit happens. You may not be able to record if you're recording just one, you know, here, one there, one here. It's good to have that uh, library built up and you can just go and, you know, pick what you want to release or put everything out there on your schedule to be released, you know, for the month. And, then you know, you can kind of chill a little bit. So I wish I would have did that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, honestly, I kind of disagree because sometimes you get so passionate about podcasting, you're just like you have an itch to record and then you see you see trending things that you just want to give you two cents on a lot. And I, I actually did that one year, like recorded a whole bunch of episodes and then just started releasing. But then I once once came time again, I got that itch to record again because there was just so much going on. So I was like, okay. And then what I realized is some of the content I have I've talked about at the time was getting, you know, kind of outdated. So I was like, let me just go ahead and release these because I'm mm-hmm. getting that itch to record again. So I don't know if I don't know if you ever get that itch to record, but sometimes I'll admit I get that itch to go ahead and record and get my voice mm-hmm. back out there on relevant things. Yeah, I think like for the most part, like 
subjects that I, I won't necessarily say that have an expiration date, but those things that are always up for discussion. Of course, you're going to have current events, which means that's when you, you know, can stop and record and, you know, have guests on to talk those current events. But let's just say a week or two go by and don't shit happen or perk your interest, then you can go to your archive and pull out something and bam, you're done. Yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. That That is true. But I will say, like, listening to other podcasts and see what other people are talking about, it does mm-hmm. keep my interest always perked up. So I do always want to um, talk to other people as well. But going, we're going to take this way back to April to the episode we did where the cases <laughs> of exes, because I feel like a lot of people about to call these exes around this time. Like, what do you think? What do you think? What would you say if you heard from an ex around the holiday season? Mm, depending on how they came at me. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, they could just be saying, you know, hey, I thought about you and just wanted to say hi or whatever, but it's one other thing if they talking about trying to see me or something like that, that's that's different. But yeah, I'm going to milk okay. it for what it's worth. <laughs> I don't know about them. Just to be honest, I mean, I saw this bracelet in Tiffany's that I really, really, really like. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, hey, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. It's like, honestly, uh, to the exes, don't call me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can call. I got to, now I do have a birthday coming up in two weeks. And if you want to hit my cash app and send Mm -hmm. me something, I'll take that. But it's like, but don't think you're going to get any love out of me. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -mm. Now, I'll admit that I don't, uh, most of my exes, it's just been, I don't have that. I'm not blessed like some people. I don't have that ex that I just run back to or, you know, that just, I just call on anytime. Most of my exes, well, we just we just went our own ways and we ain't really checking for each other. So, so I mm-hmm. think I'm I think I'm a rare commodity and I just I don't really look at the exes like that. But I've talked to women and from podcasts and they all have that one toxic ex that they they have on speed <laughs> dial. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is because sometimes you do have that connection. Is it's like something is there or enough of something there that holds you together and keep you tied to each other, but just not for um, consecutive periods of time. You know, y'all have y'all little, your little, um, your little times that you good, but then other times you don't want to talk to them. I don't want to see you. But when we do reconnect, it's like nothing never happened or changed. It's, it's very seldom you meet people like that, but it, it is, possible yeah it's like i said it's very very possible but you know it's like i said i i haven't come across x and i'm not trying to you know so i don't know <laughs> it is what it is like i said i'm just i'm personal i've just always just move forward let's just move forward and keep it moving but there's some people Step outside your comfort zones in 2022. That's my advice to y'all. If y'all find yourself always running back to a certain ex, if they mm-hmm. change, you know, step outside that comfort zone. Mm, agreed. I just did an episode about that. I think I released two weeks ago called The Laws of Attraction. And it's pretty much talking about why do we seem to be drawn to the same type of people? Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that definitely is true. Um, 
sometimes laws of attraction, but hey, I do also believe you attract in what you believe in too. So sometimes you might need change in what you believe in and Mm -hmm. manifest different things. Yep. And that's what we were talking about. Like what if I'm keep pulling or attracting the same type of person, you need to stop and think, what the hell am I doing? Or what, you know what I'm saying? Just like, what do I need to change something different to attract something different? And usually that is the case. Yes, that's always, sometimes that's always the case, and you got to change that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Now, Miss T, we got Thanksgiving coming up now. Now, I got to ask you this. Now, one person, now, Tori from the Color Curve Podcast, she managed to duck this question. So, <laughs> when, I don't know if you've ever been married or not, but when you are with somebody, who's, whose family were you going to first, your family or their family? Or you just stay in your behind home, assuming COVID is not assuming COVID is not um you know a factor. Okay, so with my situation, we moved away from our family, so we only had maybe a couple fingers of relatives that actually stayed nearby, and actually my partner, it was his family. So of course, when holidays come, that will be the family we went to because I didn't have any family near. And it was fine with me. When I didn't feel like fucking with him, I just didn't go. Mm. Uh, I hope he at least brought you a plate back. So like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't recall whether he did or not. I mean, if I didn't feel like I was, if I felt like I didn't want to go or be around certain people, I, I don't expect you to bring me shit to be personal. I, I, because I, first of all, I wouldn't trust it because <laughs> they probably, you know, was wondering where I was or why I didn't come. No, I'm good, boo. You enjoy. Oh, so, so wait, wait, well, why you don't trust it? Why you don't trust their cooking? <laughs> no, I'm not saying I don't trust their cooking, but. You know how you can invite somebody somewhere and then they don't come for whatever reason, but then they'd be like, bring me a plate, send me a plate. I ain't sending you shit. You should have came. So that's what I'm talking about. I I wouldn't expect anything to be brought to me. Wow. You Mm -hmm. real one. I guess I guess this is where we have like different connections, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's like growing up, you always heard that, hey, just bring your plate back if you if you go or you can't make it, like just always bring that's different. Yeah. If I'm you know, if I had to work or something like that, then yeah, but it just depends on the situation. I mean, some people, you know, don't do traditional dinner or they might be cooking something you don't necessarily like. So hmm. I'm yeah. funny like that. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. You know, you can, they can't be making stuff mm-hmm. you don't like. Yeah. So, so no. That's that's an interesting take on it. And that's another one that done that's another one that done dodged the question, y'all. <laughs> what? So, no like so it like okay well say if your family is close so you want to go to your family or his family okay so getting back to that question it usually would be the way our relationship was he would go to his folks and I would stay in mine Mm, and I was fine and I was fine with that and he was too it wasn't no big deal Mm. You know, some people would try to dig into it and make it more than what it seemed. It's not that serious. 
It is not. It is not that damn serious. <laughs> hey, you heard it from T. Y'all, it ain't that damn serious. So it I is not. It is not that serious, especially when I know that you would be more comfortable being around your own family versus my family, and vice versa. I would feel more relaxed at you know my parents' house versus yours. That's just how it is. I will want you to be comfortable. I will want you to, you know, enjoy the holiday time. So if, you know, you feel better being around your folks, that's that's fine with me. That doesn't bother me. I know that has been an argument with people. You know, I'm sure you heard the arguments too. You know, you don't want to come over to my house, my folks' house or my, ain't nobody got time for this shit. Look, <laughs> you go over there. I'm going to be over here with mine. And I'll see your ass this evening. How about that? Hey, that, and that's real. And you know what? And that's what people need to get to. Like, hey, do what makes you feel comfortable, you know? So I definitely. And, and not just that. We live together. I see your black ass every fucking day. Go to your folks' house <laughs> and let me go to mine. Jeez. You know hey, she, hey, she ain't clingy, y'all. That's the real one. Not- at serious people come on you see your person every day i mean no hey you real for that <laughs> you are so real for that mm-hmm. I, I love that i love i love that energy about that mm-hmm. <laughs> i never thought of it like that but yeah it ain't that serious why would you want to sit up next to your husband or wife somebody you live see every single day come on now, of course, I would go by at some point during, you know, to say hi or whatever, whatever. But that, no. Mm-mm. Have you ever did somewhere you just start off, go go say hi to his family and then end up in your family and then just see both families in the same day? Have you ever did something like that? Yeah, we have done that before. And how that work? I mean, it was it was OK. I mean, it wasn't, you know, nothing overwhelming. And, you know, also at that, I guess that moment in time, I was accepting of it. I probably wasn't as evil as I am today. So I was more willing to do it back then. But yeah, things change, people change. No, no, I feel you. And I'm feeling you now. You're talking to somebody that has, I'll admit this on the podcast that, I haven't seen my family for Thanksgiving since 2016 is because I've always been either caught up working or I just mm-hmm. I just didn't really feel like making the drive because sometimes I stayed mm-hmm. in a different city and it was like like 40 like 30 like 30 minutes when I didn't feel like driving across the bridge so it's like sometimes I'll now, admit imagine for those families when you seven and eight hours away yeah that no I no you don't always feel like doing that drive. And you also, do you, not. Do- you do not, which means you go get a phone call or a text message, depending on how I feel. Mm-hmm. And that's just what that is. And also, and these are the same family members who probably won't be trying to come see you. Like, damn, let's like, hey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Now, we, we got to match energy around here. If you if you do it for me, I'll do it for you. That's that's how it got to be. You know, we got to match energy. Yeah, I mean, that's when, you know, family communication comes in and definitely, you know, things need to be planned and not necessarily assumed. So, 
If we go have Thanksgiving at Ain't Gloria House, then damn it, we need to decide that shit in June, not two weeks before Thanksgiving. Oh, she said June, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Wow, I'm like, damn, you planning for Thanksgiving in June? That's wow. So I mean, but you think about what if, you know, we hadn't seen family in five whatever years. You live on the East Coast. I'm on the West. I need to fucking plan. So, yes. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely true. Now, now that's definitely true. Yeah, it ain't like I'm 30 minutes away and can just, you know, no. Some people have plans. And then also you have to think, you know, during one time, my kids were younger. My kids were in school. Back then, kids weren't out of school for a whole week for Thanksgiving. So it was, you know, you had to plan. Yes, yes. Wow. That that that's some real amazing. That's that's really major right there. Yeah. So so now that I think about that, um, shout out to my mama for always planning because, you know, when I was younger, it's like we'd mm-hmm. always plan out the holidays. So, so shout yep. out to my mom, you know, so now, now that I'm old, I realize how hard it is to plan and it is struggle. So, mm-hmm. hey, it and is. if you think about it, if you, let's just say Thanksgiving, since that's the holiday coming up, if we know someone is going to host, that means that's where we're going to go. That is much easier than us trying to go over here across town, go over here to this person's house. Then we got to go to Aunt Fifi's house. Then Uncle Robert over there. That's too damn much. <laughs> when you can just designate a location and even if it means renting a banquet hall or you know something for everyone to meet at one location and just make it easy on everyone. That would that would definitely make a lot of sense because I remember the last the last Thanksgiving I remember we're going to we were at three different houses we spent time at work. yeah mm-hmm. and we were always driving and stuff and it's like and one family was kind of pissed me off but because somebody was riding with me I was like, okay fine we'll go and the last one I really didn't feel like going because I was kind of pissed off but I was like only because this person ride with me I'm going so but after that. <laughs> And I was like, after I said at that at the um that Thanksgiving, I was like, okay, I'm not dealing with family because which brings me to another topic. How do you what do you recommend for people that gotta deal with the nosy family members who always seem like they always got something negative to say? Like you walk in the door, my God, you done put on some weight. Like, why the fuck can't you just be happy I'm alive? You see the way mm-hmm. black men are getting killed. Why can't you just be happy I'm alive the way us? Black people are dying and going missing and stuff. So how do you deal with the negative and nosy family members? My clapbacks are on point. Come for me if you want. You're going to limp back. Hold on. What if um that's great, but no, but what if the elder of the family coming at you? Again, (laughs) my clapbacks are on point. She said, clap back at their asses, y'all. You heard it. Cuss their ass out today. Tomorrow is not promised. But seriously, for the elders, I would, you know, I wouldn't respond. <laughs> I, I would not respond. You know, you saying something negative, you know, about me coming through the door, you know, about my hair or what I got on or why I'm wearing this or I done gained 15 pounds. Now, if I come back and say, damn, you ain't dead yet, then you'll be in your feelings because, yeah. 
So don't, yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'll be feeling that way because I know some <laughs> of the elders for me, they'll be like, you still haven't met a woman yet? I'm like, I'm sorry. The fucking dating And, and I'm just going to say, it. and is your spouse still cheating on you? See, they, they don't invite me because... Yeah, I wouldn't get no invite back. I'm sorry. My, I'm at the point in my life now. I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to feed you shit and call it sugar. It is what it is. You know, hey, mama, if you listen to this, I hope you understand this is why I haven't been to any Thanksgivings or Christmases because you have your, your elders, you have the cousins, the cousins that want to clap back at you, that they can't, they can't hold water. They'll be like, oh, is that what you were talking about on your Snapchat? Shut the fuck up about what the fuck I'd be saying on social media. That ain't for the family business. And, but the thing is, sometimes you have to get on people level. You don't want to, but I promise if you snatch their ass just like they try to snatch yours, you won't have no more problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this the same cousins that be popping out babies. Uh-huh, yeah. Where the baby daddy at? <laughs> again you say one good thing they go get in their feelings or most likely go get mad but you just came at me sideways don't don't dish what you can't take hello y'all heard her do not dish what you can't take and that is how you deal with nosy infant hold on now what if you got that family that always pregnancy business like where you working at like how much money you making now what do you think about them what's your clap back for them I am on holiday vacation. I am not trying to, to to discuss, you know, serious matters at this time. I'm just trying to enjoy this pie that I'm eating and love on people that's trying to love on me. Uh, we can discuss that at another sidebar conversation, but no. You yes, don't want to well, hear you about sound all professional with it. Yes. You don't want to talk about, I mean, come on. You had a family gathering. You haven't seen people in years and you asking me how much money. What the, what? No. Yes. What does that guy do with anything like? Or- that has absolutely nothing to do. You know what? It's funny. Uh, it ain't funny, but it's a coincidence. I was at a. I wouldn't necessarily say a reunion, but it was like a little, a family gathering, a a kind of big family gathering. And you know how, when you go to people's reunions or whatever, you know how you have one night, you know, y'all might barbecue or the next night, you know, y'all frying fish. It, It was like one of those weekend things. And one particular weekend, we were at, uh, one of the, the relatives home and, one of the family members got up and was like, um, oh, it's so good to see y'all. So glad. Thank you for coming and yada, yada, yada. And family is important and do say and yada, yada. And why the hell did this heifer drop a pitch about her insurance company? It was trying to sell us goddamn insurance at the goddamn family gathering. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. I bet there so. is a time and a place for everything. So when I'm gathering and I'm chill mode, I don't want to be serious. Not, I, not like that. No. Listen, I have to totally agree with that. It's like, and also, and then some family members, I remember one year, a family member was like, what are you going to do at the graduation? What's your plan and stuff? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just home from Tallahassee to join my family. I don't fucking know about after graduation. Can I make it to graduation first? Shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're going to have those family members that, you know, of course, they want to know, you know, your next step, your plan, what your, your train of thought like. So I get those, you know, relatives like that. Some questions, you know, you don't have a problem answering, but then it's some, ask the question and leave it alone. Don't come up with six follow-up questions because see, now I got to walk off and, and no. Exactly. And also, yeah. and don't be, and do you ever notice like we, I don't know, like, do you ever notice, I don't know if you ever told your family about your podcast, but I remember I was doing YouTube videos when I was in college. The fifth, the family would be asking 50 million questions like, where the girl at? Where's the one girl at? Where's so-and-so at? Why are you always going off on somebody? I'm like, why can't you guys just <laughs> shut the fuck up and enjoy my, enjoy my content? Why can't y'all be y'all my fucking family? Because when this shit blow up, y'all ass is gonna be right there trying to help me. Let me take care of y'all. <laughs> Have you ever had any of your family members on? No, I haven't. I've never had. That's any. why. Oh <laughs> wait, so yeah, you trying to say why have them? A to, yeah. So would you have a family member on your podcast? Um, I would. It would be, you know, of course, topic specific. It wouldn't it definitely be nothing, you know, off the wall or uncomfortable for them or myself. It would be something, you know, appropriate. I wouldn't throw them under the bus or vice versa. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. one, now one of my uncles on my dad's side, he did pitch idea to me. He said, we should have, hey, call me for Brown. Look at the old man around. I said, okay. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> he said, so, call that's me. cute. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he said, call me for Brown. Brown, look at old man around. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> okay, I need you to pencil me in on that. I would love to hear this uncle. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's going to be good. Yeah, that that said when he, I was driving to work when he said that, I, I fell out laughing. I'm like, damn, well, he's gonna make that me trash. That is going to be epic. But honestly, the one that I feel like might be a little bit more epic though is having my little sister on. The sister I vent to about everything, and she be mm-hmm. venting to me too. And she she sounded like she'd be down because we start drinking and we be having the craziest conversation. <laughs> so I told her ass, maybe I might bring her on one day. I told her that too. Yeah. And that sister, she celebrates a birthday on 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 New Year's, actually. <laughs> so twenty twenty two. That would be, be a good. That would be a good episode for the yeah. New Year. Mm-hmm. So talking about podcasters out there, if I'm coming up with family, I guess y'all heard T incorporate your family somehow. I don't know, but my family, I know them. They ain't going to shove about it, you know. So I don't yeah, know. I mean, you have to be selective. I mean, that's just like when any conversation if it's just over the phone or at the cookout you know who go act right who go who you click with pretty much you know what will work and what would not yeah that's real you you know which ones you know you know who to click with and who not and and don't you hate when your favorite cousin pisses you off and it's like <laughs> god damn i'm like i i'm like god damn it so and so it's like you were the damn cousin but you getting your feet hung to the fire. People putting you on the spot. Now you want to blab about my business. I'm like, what the fuck does that guy do? What the mm-hmm. fuck I said something about I was upset with the family. What the fuck? Why you got to put my business out there? And, and again, I-, I just go back to what I said. All it takes is one good ass tug of putting a business out or snatching a ass. They'll back up. And, and you, know they, fun- and you know what's funny? They- 
um, mm-hmm. I vented to this cousin about another cousin saying doing the same thing. And what that cousin is, because this one cousin kind of put out some of my business while we sitting around at the family. It wasn't like a family function. And, <laughs> and next thing you know, I end up blocking that cousin. I blocked that cousin on all my social medias the next day. I said, okay, you 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 know, you don't lost your privilege access to me because you know what? What I say on social media, I need to stay on social media, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I ain't saying I ain't calling nobody out. So hey. And that's what kind of started me just saying to hell with my family. I love y'all, yeah. but you know, y'all ain't really checking for me. So, uh, oh, oh, maybe asking my mama about me is not checking for me. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah, me? especially when you can reach out to me yourself and ask. But with that being said, I'm not blocking nobody. What I say is what I say. And again, I will back it up. My mama know who she raised. Therefore, I'm going to give you something to report. How about mm-hmm. that? Listen, I'm going to embrace T Miss T's energy, y'all. For for my for, for but that might be my birthday gift to myself to embrace this, this <laughs> embrace fully embrace that I don't give. I said what I said, and I don't give no fucks. <laughs> that's that's the energy I got. I got to because we got to we got to receive that because if you spend time being miserable over about being pretentious and being protective, then you ain't gonna get nowhere. You're gonna stress yourself out, Mm-mm, especially about people who at the end of the day, you can't depend to bring you a case of water. Uh, No, I'm not going to let you, you know, pull my puppy strings like that or let you get, I'm going to snatch your ass and put you in your place and then ask you if you want to go get some ice cream because I'm good. She says she gonna go off on you and then yeah. ask you. <laughs> I mean, because at that point, I done said what I said. I'm not finna go back and forth with you. I'm done. Now, if you want to move on and proceed with our relationship slash friendship, then we can do that. If you in your feelings, deuces. It's too, I'm, I'm too old for that. It's too much shit. Life is too short to be. I'm, I'm not finna do that shit. <laughs> no. You know. You know, I have to agree 100% because like I said, um, I got a birthday in two weeks and I'm just like, you know what? I just can't be sitting around here getting mad. It's like, now I'm like, I kind of want to go back around the family, but now it's like, because they keep bugging my mama about me. I'm like, mom, you a G, you taking it, you a G for handling it, you know, you'd really be P, but, but listen, family, respect people's privacy. Don't be asking 50 million questions about them. If they're going to come back around, they'll come around when they're ready in due time. Now, mm-hmm. now another element to the family. When is it okay to bring somebody around the family? Bring somebody you're dating or somebody you with around the family. Is there a time limit on that? Because uh, I will say this, there is a time limit. If I met you in October or November, don't invite me to your family function because I don't know you like that. <laughs> um, ugh. I don't think there's a real time limit on it really i mean like if i just met you at the beginning of november or last month and i personally probably would not feel comfortable going around your family you know not even the fact that you asking me but I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable going um and it also depends on the person if you got a level head, you know, I really like you, what I've seen so far, you chill, maybe you don't have family around or whatever, 
it's no big deal. You know, you come chill out with me and my family. And I would definitely get my, whoever the host, I would give them a heads up. I'm bringing a guest, you know, I don't want to just pop up, you know, just depending, but I don't think it's a real time limit. I think it's more of the, the person. Now, if this is somebody that I only see after 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, then no, I'm not taking <laughs> you to my, my folks' house. Now, if this is somebody I'm vibing with and we cool and, you know, yeah, come on, let's go get some cake. You know, you want a wing or you want to, yeah, let's, let's roll. It, it's just food. You just hanging out, watching the games or it's no big deal. That's real. That's real. Now, no if, now if it's me, like I said, now you heard her. She said 9 p.m. Central Time. Now, I'm in the East, so, hey, 9 p.m., <laughs> if I only see you about after 10 p.m. in the East, that's 10 p.m. the East, 7 in the West, um, Pacific mm-hmm. time. Don't don't expect for me to invite you to see my family. No, no you know what I'm saying? Don't it expect. We ain't on that type of level. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. Our conversation involves condoms and cognac. You know damn well you are not <laughs> finna go around my damn mama, my dad. No, no. Hell yeah. You no. heard her. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting to that point, ladies. If if I'm serious about you, I'll bring you around. My, if you somehow get past my little sister, then maybe I'll let you bring around my family. But now, like I said, um, it just depends on the situation. It depends on the vibes and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, have now, have I gone around somebody else's family around the holidays? Yeah, that being my sister's family. Yeah, it was her family. Now, we got, we got the same dad, but two different moms. So, yeah, I did that. But... I wouldn't feel comfortable, like like you said, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable going around your family it, it if it's depends. somebody new. It, it depends. And it I'll say this. If I am rooting for you or like I'm really feeling you, I would want to go. You know, if you asked me, I would go. Because one, I'm going to see how you act around your family. I'm going to see how they act. You know what I'm saying? Kind of to, you know, just see how do you treat your mama? You know what I'm talking, coming from a woman's eye. I I would just sit back and observe. I would definitely observe. Oh, Observation mode. Mm -hmm. Hey, that that is. And then you think about what if, you know, the guy invites you around his family. It could be him observing you, too. You know, is she being sociable? Is she trying to interact with everybody? Or is she just sitting over here with a phone down, you know, texting or doing whatever and ain't talking to nobody? Come on. That, yeah. Oh, that is real. That is major keys yeah. right there. That's all like, it's no big deal to go, but to see how you interact once you're there, that can work from both sides, the guy and the girl. Ooh, that is real. But I'm out now. Listen, if I bring somebody around my family, I will go ahead and put out the disclaimer that I will, I will go ahead and communicate and express those things beforehand, so that way there are no surprises. Like if I got beef with so and so, or if I haven't, if I'm not really fucking with my family like that, I will go ahead and put it put a disclaimer yeah. out there, so that way she ain't surprised. She ain't surprised. And also, you know, tell her about your freaking Uncle Earl. He probably gonna try to touch you on your ass. Your mama probably, my mama probably go ask you, is your hair real? Do you believe in Jesus? Have you been back? Yeah, give them all that little prep talk that yes. they probably go question you. So just be on alert. 
Yes, and also, and I'm going to be on alert, too, if you're going to be trying to test me and figure out how I am around my family. I'm going to tell you straight up, look, I really don't, be, I haven't really been fucking with them like that. So, of course, they don't ask 50 million questions, you know, don't be surprised. And if they say something to get under my skin, I haven't mastered hiding it. Well, I've, I'm not the master of disguise. So, we're going to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because... And also, now, how do you know who to bring around your family and who not to bring around family? Because sometimes you bring the wrong person around your family, your family ain't going to let you hear the end of it. You gonna, They're going to bring it up every time they see you. What happened to so-and-so? You brought them around. What happened to them? Um, It's hard to say the wrong person because who you think may be the right person may turn out to be the wrong person. So I don't think you can just label that up front. But if you know you got a homegirl, you know, you see her titties before you see anything else, you might not want to bring her to Thanksgiving <laughs> to Thanksgiving dinner. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't see myself bringing, you know, a homeboy who, you know, still about that life and jeans sagging. And no, I would not dare invite him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is sometimes it could be the opposite. The one you would think you'd be okay with bringing around. They, they might be the one to show their ass. They might the be the one to show their ass. Exactly. So yeah. you really can't, you can really can't say because the one you think might be okay, might turn out to be bad or or vice versa yeah listen listen now i will say this you can bring me around your family i'm gonna be chill as hell you know so i know for me i'm gonna be chill as hell you know you can mm -hmm. you can definitely bring me around your family you can expect for me just to be chill and be respectful just hopefully they don't try no dumb shit like how do you how do you handle that like if somebody in the family if their family tries you on some dumb shit oh lord jesus oh <laughs> Can you, oh my God. Okay, can you give me a little more specific? Cause I don't want to go too far off in the left field with my thoughts. No, it's okay if you go off on the left field. What if a family member that don't really know you, they ask you like, I don't know, a stupid question or a question you just don't feel comfortable answering or you feel like they just asking a little too much being your business. I probably would say it in a nice way that, you know, I don't think, you know, we're ready to have that discussion at this point. You know, we ain't known each other long enough to have, you know, them type of discussions. Or if it's something that's none of their business, <laughs> I mean, I think I will let them know. I think that's a bit too personal, you know, for you to be asking. So, so basically, don't be afraid to set the boundaries. Don't no be matter. afraid to set boundaries. You a new territory you knew in the in the midst of all this pool you have no idea what you possibly be going into they're going to try you they curious yeah they go ask yes and now how Some do you of them do now how would you handle your family if they ask your new new significant other the person you can't bring in if they just put them on the spot and you see that they just grilling them for no reason how would you handle that would you show them that I, I have um, your back? I know for a reason. And when I say for a reason, I know for a fact my parents would not do that. 
they would not. It would be very cordial. If we're there to have a good time and eat dinner and whatever, whatever, they not finna ask him what's his credit score, you know, how long he been banking with Bank of America. All that type of shit is not going to come up. Now, they might ask me as a sidebar question, but as far as throwing someone under the bus, they wouldn't do that. And I know that for a fact. Hey, shout out to your family. They some mm-hmm. real ones. Now, because I know that for a fact. Not everybody's blessed to have real family members like that. Because mm-hmm. some of us, we got the family members who they 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 have no filter. It's like you were in one hand you respect it, but on the other hand, you're like, seriously? Yeah. Like you you gonna fuck this up for me. It's like the dating pool has pee in it. And you know, you you might yeah. come across that one person who's so offended that they just might break it off with you. Yeah. I mean, I like to have fun. I'm that one. I'm that I'm that member. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one that's probably going to fuck with you. Um, yeah, I'm probably that person. But I also know when to stop or what would be considered too far. Well, but it's at, all in fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least you know that. Listen, now yeah, I'm, it's not that serious. It's it's all in fun. Yeah. Now listen, I'll be the now me. I'm the opposite. I I'll, I'll, I'll be cool about it now. If, now, if we together, now if we walking up and we in the same spot, I might just put, we might just talk. Now, if you, but you got to initiate the conversation. I'm not going to sit there and ask you 50 million questions because honestly, I'm there for some vibe to see my family. Mm-hmm. I can care less. I'm not going to fuck with you like that. I'm the opposite. Yeah. So that is real. That is definitely real. Um, You got any other advice for how to deal with family or deal with people for Thanksgiving? Any other advice you could think of? Um, I mean, if you're going for the right reason, definitely go, you know, people dying every day, you know, left and right people here today, gone tomorrow. Definitely go. I mean, spread some good vibes, love on people that's trying to love on you. However, you don't have to put up with nothing. You don't want to your feet go walk right in front of the other. You can get your shit, get your to go plate and hit that door. You ain't got to stay. why stay and be uncomfortable and miserable just because they my family (laughs) i'm gonna say this i have never in my life disrespected my parents but one time i had did something that my mother apparently did not like and my sister the heifer, which I'm, if she listening, I remember that shit you did. You called and told, tattled on me to our mama about something that I did with my daughter. And she called our mama and told her whatever, whatever, and handed the phone to My mama told my ass like I was a kid back in her house, 10 years old. I politely put the phone down. And let her talk to the air because I'm mama. I'm not, no, I'm not going to let you talk to me. Like, especially when I know what I did was right. I know it's no different than what you did, you know, raising us. So no, I'm not going to sit here and listen to this ridicule. Hell no. But as my mother, I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to yell back i'm not go i'm definitely not finna cuss i'm but i'm finna 
politely gone over here to the other side of the room. But I ain't got to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to it. That's real. And my advice, and listen, and my advice to people, listen, ride by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't take another family member. Ride by your goddamn self because some family members, they don't respect the fact that you drove. Uber is everybody's friend because I will leave your ass in a heartbeat. Exactly. (laughs) I remember one family function. I was ready to go. Mom, my uncle was being asked because I now I couldn't say nothing because I was living with them at the time. But my uncle was kind of showing his behind, like, no, we rode with you and we leaving with you, so you can't leave. I'm like, okay, and and that kind of factored into why wait a minute, this. wait, wait, wait. So you drove? Yeah, I but drove. You were also living with them. Yeah, I was living with them at the time. Ooh, oh yeah, he hung that over your head, good. Yeah, and 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 I'm like, and my mom always wondered, well, wow. what are you doing how far like, away were y'all from where you live? I was about 30 minutes away, and yeah. one of my cousins had already said, Hey, if he want to leave, I'll, I'll I'll just take your bag, it's not a problem. But they were like, No, he I rode with him, we rode with you, that's how it rolled. Man, when I tell you, I was so pissed that drive, First that of drive all, back, I would have left him my keys. And had whatever cousin to take my ass home or call a Lyft or Uber or something. You know what? And you know what I would I wish I would have known at the time? I would have packed, I would have gone to the house, I would have left them, gone to the house, packed my got my things out the house, and I would have stayed at an extended state. That's what I should have did when I was younger, but I didn't know no better. But now I'm like, so that's why my advice to y'all is simple. Don't 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 drive. Don't take that family member because some family members they don't respect the fact that you drove. You know they don't respect that. But that that went that was a tough situation because oh that's a fucked up situation because <laughs> you live were living with them, so of course they had that shit to dangle over your head. Mm-hmm. And you oh. and don't you hate so, when family and listen and don't oh you hate when God. some family members. Want to play the guilt trip like, oh, you haven't talked to us since you left. Well, you remember that shit you pulled? That may have been a factor of why I decided not to deal with y'all. Um, I, I'm not one for the guilt trip because your phone worked just like mine. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you want to be the bigger person, be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. Don't say, you know, don't try to put it all on me. Hell, you, you, your mouth open and closed just like mine. So yeah and also another thing if they want to bad enough they they they, they know how to hit you up mm-hmm. they know how to find you you know what i'm saying and yep. and me now i ain't that far away now you know so i'm maybe like 20 minutes away so i ain't that far now so if team my families who might be listening to this because my mama did share my podcast on her facebook page shout out to her mom uh-huh. no listen <laughs> you know what's funny is of course my mom <laughs> shares the episode where i have two married couples on of course, she shares that episode. Mm-hmm. So okay. shout out, shout out, to mommy though. You know, so I know some of my families probably not heard this because my mom probably shared the page and they were probably nosy and figure out what's going on with me because mm-hmm. half of their asses are blocked. But I've decided to unblock. I them. would no, not no. block them, motherfuckers. Unblock their ass and let them see. Jeez. No, no, see, no, see. Here's the thing, though. I've unblocked asses, though. They, they don't know they're unblocked. They just assume they're blocked. They don't know I unblocked them a year ago because I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I ain't on this shit barely anyway. So, mm-hmm. 
But y'all enjoy your holiday season. Now, what's the best holiday food you look forward to? Because I, I should ask you that first. Because on the last episode when I was with my fellas, the fe- we've all came to the conclusion that nobody likes the turkey and nobody likes cranberry, <laughs> the cranberry sauce or the stuffing or dressing, however you call it. Those three things we've all determined that we just don't fuck with. So what is something you look forward to? What's the Thanksgiving food you look forward to? I have not eaten or cooked traditional Thanksgiving food in so long. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> Listen, thank you. When I thank say you. over it, that shit is overplayed. Probably even the pilgrims themselves are shaking their goddamn heads at us. It is so overrated. It really is. It really uh, is. It is so fucking overrated. And a few years ago, Um, before my kids they were like teenagers I just was not feeling it and I was like do y'all really want turkey and ham and they were like yeah they're like we we don't care so with that being said that's when you switch to things you know have Italian themes so which means you making all Italian food you know lasagna fettuccine shrimp scat something different now, or do I, all Mexican food or you know yes something just something different shit I now listen when I when I hosted Friendsgiving the last time I hosted Friendsgiving Ooh. I told my friend straight up I ain't getting no goddamn turkey now some things I did go home I made some macaroni and cheese some baked beans and stuff and I barbecued mm-hmm. and also I got some chicken from um from a rest from a chicken tender spot called PDQ. I don't know if they have that in Texas. See, that's what I'm talking about. It ain't about the food. And I think that's where some people have this disconnect. It's about the actual day, you know, to be thankful for what we have and for the people around us. It is not about the freaking food. Oh, that is real. It is, it is not. not. I mean, why have $80 turkey, all these hams, you got six cakes and 12 pies, eight side dishes, and then half of the family mad at each other. Somebody ain't showing up because another family member there and they don't want to... Uh, um, no. That is so yeah. real. That is so mm-hmm. real, you know. And yeah. it's like, and I know, and then the, I think about the cleanup too. Like uh, the cleanup's a bitch. And also, you gonna get tired of them damn leftovers because I know when I did my friends giving, <laughs> but it's like I did. We ate on a Wednesday. By Saturday, I made sure I finished that damn food. I said, okay, this is it. And also, one thing I learned about black people, they love the fried chicken, but they don't like the grilled chicken. I'm like, damn. Because I ordered half the ten, I ordered a tender, a chicken tender platter, ordered half fried and half grilled. Of course, <laughs> all the niggas ate the fried. I'm like, God damn, y'all of don't course. like the grilled? Of course. I said, oh, so that was a memo to me. The next time I do something like that, order all fried. <laughs> and not just that. Also, just keep in mind, you know, be mindful of your portions. If you know you're not just feeding a whole army you don't have to get the biggest turkey in the store and I remember getting just a turkey breast one time and 
it was enough. Did nobody get burned out on it because it wasn't shit left over because it was just enough for that day and sandwiches the next day. And then that was it. Oh, that is real. That is so yeah, You don't have to, you know, get the biggest roasting pan and make a big ass roasting pan of mac and cheese. No, just get enough for, if I was to eat traditionally, I would have, you know, you would eat Thursday. Friday, I'm going to eat it. But when I get to those other days, I may not necessarily eat everything, if that makes sense. The first day, you know, you want to sample everything that was cooked. The next day, I may just want ham and potato salad. The next day, I might just want some greens and cornbread. I'm not going to just fill my plate up every single time with every dish that was made. So that was one way I kept myself from, from getting burned out. But to answer your question initially, when I would go to occasions like that, I'm going to the dessert table first because <laughs> I want to, I, it is something about eating the dessert first and then I'll get something else. But I want, I want to taste something sweet. Wow. I never thought yeah. of that. I never really thought of that. It's because I think I never thought of that because it was always when your parents fixed your plate, you just ate what's on your plate and then you have dessert. Now, another mm -hmm. traditional norm I I forgot to mention, you're fixing your man plate or is he fixing his own plate? For Thanksgiving? Yeah. I mean, for Thanksgiving, you eat as a family. And somebody else asked this shit the other day on uh, Facebook <laughs> um, about who eats first, your man or your children. I'm like, in my house, we ate together. Our fam we sat down to dinner. All the dishes would be on the table, the plates and everything. And that's how we ate. We ate together. Unless our schedules or something was going on and we go in a different directions, then yeah, we might eat at different times. But yeah, for Thanksgiving, everything is on the table. Everyone is around the table. So should you just dig into the, the closest dish to you and then pass it on around? Shit. Exactly. Because I remember one year I had a co-worker tell me that she went to um, her boyfriend's house at the time and everybody looked at her with the side eye because she done made her play she eating her food and she left her boyfriend hanging. I'm like, y'all need to communicate that shit before you get there so that way there ain't no surprises. <laughs> yeah. But if that was an understanding that they had, was he looking at her crazy too, or just the family? I think the family was looking. I think he was looking at her crazy, and then the family was looking at her crazy because I think she even said his mama was looking at me with a side eye. I'm like, damn. Now, I can recall that when, not just necessarily for Thanksgiving, but when we were at my parents' house, I would fix his plate. I would fix him something, you know, to eat or whatever, because that's my parents' house, you know, that yeah. when we were at his parents' house, his mother <laughs> would fix his plate or he would fix it himself. So it wasn't no big deal. It, yeah. Yeah. And me as mm -hmm. a man, the only person that's ever fixed on plate for Thanksgiving as an adult 
it's probably my sister when I went over to her um when I went to her 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 sister house because her mm-hmm. sister and her mom were there. So she fixed my plate. That's the only time I've ever had that yep. happen. Now when I go around my family, everybody's everybody, everybody, every man for everybody. Up. Yeah, it's like all hands on deck. And I remember, you know, we have gone places, you know, family, you know, cookout, fish fry, whatever. And I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. But he ain't. He's still drinking. He's still out on the patio talking shit. I'm not finna wait on you. I'm finna eat. So in instances like that, when he got ready, he would come in and just fix his plate. It wasn't no big deal. That's real. And that's real. And also, ladies and I will say this. I thought about this too. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're religious or not, but people, if you're going to say, if you would get asked to say the grace, do not take forever. Oh my goodness. I remember one year, my mom's first husband, <laughs> it felt like this, this motherfucker took a damn hour to thank they said prayer. It got so bad. Everybody was talking shit. They were like, Victor, your uncle, oh. you know, he just took forever. He just kept taking forever. Everybody was up there. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Don't be that motherfucker. Just bless Somebody, the food and come on. Um, I, I read that post today. Uh, they were like, whoever, he was like, the only thing I want for Thanksgiving is for a short prayer. He was like, I do not want my food to get cold. Yes, because my family was complaining. Now, I'm, now listen, I wasn't there because I was still at one of my aunt's house helping them clean up and stuff. And, and then I caught a ride over there, so I missed the prayer. They were like, oh, my goodness, he took forever. He took the food guy so cold because he took forever. I'm like, this mama, you really brought this motherfucker around our family? Yeah, I think that can be a little excessive. I mean... Oh yeah, <laughs> it yeah. can be a little long, yeah, and drawn out. So, listen, y'all, don't be having them long ass sermons. Ooh. Just say the prayer, say a quick little prayer, and listen yeah. because you got people that's hungry. We ain't trying to listen to you give a sermon in your prayer. Yeah, I mean, even if you you know say the prayer, and once everyone is seated, you know, if you want to continue your prayer in conversation. I have no problem with that. You know, normally people go around the table and, you know, say what they're thankful for or how the year has been. So that would be an opportunity to do that. But when you got folks standing up, your hands and start sweating from holding the people's hands. Come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was so bad that some of the cousins, they had told me like, uh, they were opening their hours, they were complaining. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I'm like, Thank God my mom divorced that motherfucker. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that, that is crazy. He bro. probably was, you know, thinking he was doing something good. So he was praying. So let him make it, Lord. Man, um, how about no? <laughs> uh, leave the man alone now. Listen, you know what? We, you're right. We're going to leave the man alone because yeah. guess what? It's a long story we'd have to talk about, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, we've reached the end of Liquor Talk, so I want you to get the people out on this. So you definitely have a dope podcast. You have a dope platform. So tell the people why they need to tap in with you and subscribe to your podcast. If you need to just kick back, not think about nothing, need a good laugh, because I don't think it is not one episode that I have not talked shit, cussed on some type of level, or I'm just... I'm now at the place in my life, well, being serious is one thing, but being able to let go and just let shit flow is another. And 
I think things can be discussed without being so serious. You can still touch on topics, you know, that need addressing, but, you know, you don't have to, you know, be all suit and tie with it all the damn time. It's just a nice place to kick back, you know, when you're at work, plug up your ears, you know, you don't want to hear you talking ass coworker or you bullshitting ass boss. Chats and vibes are Miss T, uncut and unscripted. You can follow me on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and any of the other platforms. I would love to see you tap in. Hit that subscribe button, y'all. And you heard it here. Thank you, Miss T, for tapping in with me. Thank you for being a wonderful guest. Thank you for blessing Look and Talk with your presence. It's been wonderful. If you ever need me to come back home, you remember I might be in Florida, but I'm just a damn away. So whenever you want to make it happen, you just to put me. I want the uncle. I want Brown Looker with the uncle. <laughs> I am putting my dibs on that. I know that is going to be epic. <laughs> That is going to be so damn epic. How old is your uncle? I think he's somewhere in his, I think he, I think he's somewhere in his 40, between 40 and 50, he's somewhere in there. Okay, so he's my age. Oh, yes, please put him on. We would, yes, indeed, yes. Definitely, that would be good. All right, damn, now you done gave me a reason to get touch with that uncle. Huh? I said, damn, you done gave me a reason to reach out to him. Oh, yes, please, please, please. And then tell him I'm cute, so he might, you know, really try to try to go oh. in and help you out. <laughs> but I thought you said you had a partner. No, I was saying that at that time, my partner. All those were past conversations. I am oh. single as a Pringle, y'all. She's single, I'm single. Hey, what's <laughs> up? So what's up, y'all? <laughs> I am single as a Pringle. Hey, I'm I'm so damn single. It would have to take somebody to put me on. I'm on Lailway. It'll take somebody mm-hmm. to put me on Lailway. <laughs> so tell them I'm cute. I know you see me. So yeah, I will. I'll definitely tell them. I'll tell them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Look and Talk. Remember, the more you drink, the better we sound. Until next time, we out this thing. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night.